the darkness at thy speaking it was done. Welcome to sermons from Zion Lutheran Church of Gwinner, North Dakota. Zion Lutheran Church is committed to the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and the world. The following sermon is from Reverend Dr. Matthew Richard. A reading from Philippians, the first chapter. For I know that through your prayers and the help of the Spirit of Christ Jesus, this will turn out for my deliverance, as it is my eager expectation and hope that I will not be at all ashamed, but that with full courage, now as always, Christ will be honored in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. If I am to live in the flesh, that means fruitful labor for me, yet which I shall choose I cannot tell. I am hard-pressed between the two. My desire is to depart and to be with Christ, for that is far better, but to remain in the flesh is more necessary on your account. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy in the faith so that in me you may have ample cause to glory in Jesus Christ because of my coming to you again. O Lord, have mercy on us. In the name of Jesus, amen. My friends, at your baptisms, all of you entered into a war. We heard this several weeks ago as we began this series. At your baptisms, you were made children of God, given the Holy Spirit, and called into warfare. Yes, warfare against that sinful old Adam, that sinful nature within yourself. Now, some of you have been at war for a very, very long time. And some of you are just beginning to get a taste of this war with your old Adam. Now, regardless of how long you have been at war, at war with that sinful nature, one thing is for sure. Yes, one thing is for sure, and that is this. This war with the old Adam, your sinful nature, is a persistent fight. Yes, it is a persistent fight where you daily, where you daily beat back the forces of that indwelling sin, and you win victories over the habits and practices of that old Adam. It is a persistent fight that continues every single day of your life. It is a fight where you struggle to keep the faith and fight back against those attacks of the world, the devil, and yes, that sinful nature longing to wreak havoc in your lives. So, considering this, considering this topic, the obvious question that we have this evening is this. When do we see the end of this war? Is there an end to this persistent battle? When does it stop? When will the attacks end? When will that white flag of surrender be waved? Dear friends, there is an end to this war. And that war stops at your death. Yes, this war, the Christian's war, against the old Adam, it ends at death. It is like this. Death itself removes you and me from the temptations, the troubles, the turmoils, the trials, and the tribulations of life. 
death puts the believer in possession of his full inheritance of eternal life. This is why the Apostle Paul could say in our epistle reading from this evening, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Paul knows that he belongs to Christ. For him to live means Christ. That is, to constantly work with Christ and to always be in his hand. Should he die, then he still gets to be with Christ. You see, being a Christian is having a life that is bound up with Jesus. Being a Christian, we are connected to Jesus by faith and we live our lives being led by the Holy Spirit. And even though we have this persistent battle with the sinful old Adam, it cannot change the fact that we belong to Jesus. So this life that we live from the cradle to the grave is good. It is very, very good because it is a life lived by faith in Jesus. This life that we live is good because we fight the old Adam and we serve people around us by the Lord's grace. However, 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 when death comes upon us, yes, when it comes upon us, something profound and amazing happens. The sinful old Adam no longer hinders us. That is to say, when we are alive, we belong to Jesus and we get to serve our neighbors indeed, which is good. However, when we die, we will still belong to Jesus and we are then freed from the war within, which is good as well. Therefore, we could say, technically speaking, as Christians, we cannot lose either way. Now, we must pause here a moment and back up just a moment just to make sure that we are understanding this clearly. When the shadow of death draws upon us, we acknowledge that this is not a good thing for the body and soul to be ripped apart. It is not good indeed for body and soul to be ripped apart. That is not the way we were created to be. However, even though the body and soul are torn apart from each other in death, we know that our soul leaves this veil of tears and we enter to paradise with Jesus. And with Jesus, we wait for the resurrection of our bodies. In other words, we are not left for dead, but the Lord takes us unto himself. And the Lord promises us that he will put us back together again. We will someday have resurrected bodies, which is good. And in this resurrection, something even better happens. There will be no more death. There will be no more death. Death will be gone for good. Tears gone, my friends. Crying gone. Pain gone. Fear gone. And sin all gone. Yes, God will banish the pale of doom hanging over all people. He will banish death forever. Every sign of disgrace gone. And so in this earthly life, we live by faith in the Son of God who loves us and has given himself to us. This is so very good. To live is Christ, my friends, and yet to die is gain. Yes, when we die in Christ, it is even better because we still get to be with Christ, but without the old Adam. Praise be to God. So whether we live or die, it is good because Jesus is good. Practically speaking, it looks like this. 
You see, while we live this life, we have been given the gift of the Lord's Prayer, a prayer that we pray often. And we pray this prayer against the devil, we pray this prayer against the world, and we pray this prayer especially against our old Adam, which is indeed very good. However, when you die, it is even better than all of this. After death, you will no longer pray the Lord's Prayer ever again against the old Adam. And the reason why? At death, the old Adam stops clinging to you. Here's another circumstance to consider. While we live this life, we have been given the gift of absolution, the forgiveness of sins pronounced upon us, which is good. However, when you die, it is even better. After death, you will no longer need to hear the absolution ever again. At death, you will be with Jesus, which means that you will no longer have to fight the good fight against sin to finish the course. At death, you will be done with the course because you are with Jesus. You are with Jesus indeed. You will not need the forgiveness of sins after death. The old Adam will be no more. There will be no more sin left to confess, for the old Adam will be no more. So, dear friends, when we die, that war with the old Adam, the sinful flesh, is over. At death, the reign of sin, death and the old Adam are terminated. Death serves this purpose of putting an end to this old Adam that we may rise absolutely new. Think of it this way. Each and every one of you are God's creation, a blessed creation of our Lord. He has created your innermost being, knitting you together in your mother's womb. And at the cross, Jesus redeemed you, purchasing you and winning you from all sin and death. And at the last day, the Holy Spirit will raise you and give you eternal life. But what will not happen, I cannot emphasize this enough, what will not happen and what cannot happen is this. The Lord will not redeem and raise your old Adam. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. The old Adam was not the Lord's creation to begin with. So the Lord has no interest in bringing that old Adam, that sinful nature, back to life again. Why would the Lord bring corruption of the sinful old Adam back to life when the devil and ourselves, when we were responsible for this old Adam in the first place? So dear baptized saints, the old Adam, the sinful nature is buried in the wounds of Jesus. It is left for dead at death, but we are not left for death. We are given the promise of the resurrection, where the old Adam is utterly destroyed, where we are given new bodies and everlasting life. This war against our old Adam, it ends at death. And so we will endure by walking by the Spirit, turning outward to Jesus in faith and constantly receiving his precious word and sacraments for us. We will also fight the good fight, executing those deeds of the old Adam in repentance and faith. And finally, we will rest in our baptisms, for we have been buried deeply in the wounds of Jesus and promised the great resurrection. This is the Christian life. 
This is the Christian life, a war that lasts only a little while. A war that has an end, my friends. A war where there is a radiant dawn of Jesus that will fully come over the darkness of all sin. A war where there is hope in captivity, victory in Jesus, and a future eternity for each and every one of you without the old Adam. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormattrichard.org or visit Zion Lutheran Church's website at www.zionglinner.org. The Lord bless and keep you.